If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want a little bit more slyness in your weekly diet, head on over to patreon.com forward slash, you guessed it, Sly Guy podcast, where you can get the bonus guest episode every single week. As well as that, you get an extra Sly Guy podcast every Monday in audio-only format, plus you get Dog Walks with Davey, other things as well. My stand-up special from last year, not not bits and pieces but pillow talk it's there too and this week is going to be the first trial episode of a potentially new podcast called the psychic and the stand-up which is with me and psychic glenn where we talk to guests and it's going to be like this friday so if you want to see that for as little as two pound a month head on over to patreon.com forward slash slag eye podcast guys the time is upon us the live slag eye podcast in the strand art center is on friday the 24th of june so if you're listening to this podcast on a thursday the 23rd of june or on friday the 24th of june you can go if there's any tickets left there's the last little handful available but if you listen after that you'll have missed out on what will no doubt be a memorable evening it's myself mickey bartlett kieran bartlett and guests doing some stand-up and doing wee bits and bobs as well it's a load of fun the ticket link is in the description of the video if you haven't already if there's any tickets left get on it now guys i'm bringing my brand new show bits and pieces to the famous ulster hall on saturday the 10th of september 2022 it's a brand new hour stand-up it's my strongest hour yet i can't wait tickets are available they're available in the link below don't miss out get yourself there we'll have some fun together and you can be the ones that said i was there the night that davy did his best ever show i love davy i'm so embarrassed i said that but get tickets anyway the sly guy podcast is brought to you in association with modest beer modest are an independent brewery who started out right here in Hollywood, County Down. Then, as luck would have it, they succeeded. They did well, they expanded, they moved to new premises, but their heart and soul is still here in Hollywood. And tell you what, they are also brilliant at making beer. Fuck their heart and soul, they make delicious beer. Modest beer is the shit. And if you haven't tried Modest beer yet, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Get onto their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. Check out some of their sweet merch over there. It's modest, it's understated, it's stylish, it's summer, it's chic. Get yourself some merch, then get yourself a lock of beers and just ring in the summer in the right way. Give them some support by following them on social media as well. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the handle is simple, the handle is modest, the handle is at modestbeer. Guys, check them out and enjoy the podcast. I'm the slack guy. Not a big fan of up the ra. That's a phrase. I, as someone who's brought up in a Protestant estate, yeah. I, quite, I quite like it. Nice. Do you Which, use it regularly? Uh, it depends who, what kind of company I'm with. Yeah, I got mugged off so hard with up the ra actually recently too because I was like, I don't want to say it because, you know, because I'm a mixed guy. I'm mm. from a mixed marriage. Everyone out there, I love Catholics and Protestants. I'm a future guy. Just call it, <laughs> this is the episode, future guy. I'm a future guy and it is what it is. But I am... Um, I thought I would change it because obviously Ra rhymes with other things and like you know me all like all he fucking talks about is being a dad a boring snore but I thought I'd just go up the da yeah there you go and then I did that and someone was like is that UDA and I went oh no, <laughs> yeah, no. gotta be careful <laughs> no I'll just not be up anything I'll yeah. just be up myself I'll just be up, <laughs> up, up myself and then that's it so yeah I have like um, you were saying there you're like half Catholic half Protestant I think you said I, half Catholic don't use that phrase don't, <laughs> yeah, that's you can't not, use that not anymore, anymore yeah. uh, sorry half Protestant half Catholic yeah. then um, I literally like the term mongrel stock is the best way to describe yeah. me I thought you were just gonna go I, I just fucking hate you guys are you gonna be listening you know see when you say you're mixed I am just Protestant fuck you yeah, yes, I'm, I'm a right. thoroughbred no. yeah. um, so my granny uh, was Jewish and my granda was Catholic. Wow. And for some reason... Oh, DP hit them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But then my mum ended up Presbyterian. For some reason, I don't understand she must how that works. I need to make right the wrongs <laughs> of our past. I need to, I need to resolve this and, and I need to resolve it soon. Um, but yes, it's, it's, it's weird to be in that. And, you know, I, I sort of thought I was quite, you know forward thinking and like because again hey i'm just listen I'm, I'm like a hip my parents were the opposite hippies but um nazis but they <laughs> they uh were just like always me never worry about that you know mm. and like only now that i'm in comedy i'm like i, I it's like being you know in, in spider-man we're like with great power comes great responsibility it's like i have the power i can say anything i really <laughs> yeah within reason and then you know get away with it <laughs> 
That's, so, yeah. that's, that's so my guest is the podcast this week's Jordan <laughs> Robinson. Welcome. I didn't give you any introduction there, and yeah. we're just straight into yeah, straight into the chat. Into says so how's the forum anyway? I'm fantastic, man. Can I say I feel a little bit guilty Ooh. getting you on the podcast today because it's potentially the greatest day of the year. I have literally been up for like what what time's it now? Like seven it's, hours or something like that. Y- nice. It's what's quarter past one. What time is that? Well, like I was up at I was up at seven, got showered, and. Uh, it may not be seven hours. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've had like real productive day already. Good, because I mean, I know you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I am very much a guy that likes to stand on the higher ground mm-hmm. when it comes to early mornings. I call myself openly the morning man, the future man. I'm just, <laughs> but I love that. I love the fucking mornings. I love them, and you strike me as a kind of guy. You know, I mean, I'd say you don't see many mornings. Uh, that would be my be correct. I would look at you like he's a late night guy. I am a night owl. He's a late night guy. I'm not a great sleeper either, but I'm not grouchy when I wake mm-hmm. up. I'm just like right. Once I wake up, and I don't normally drink like I'm not one of those people that has to have like two cups of coffee or yeah. something like that. I mean, just also you know it's a hot day because what is this? Is a, is a this cold a brew? Cold brew, good. cold brew. Yeah, because Papa's on the cold brew. But what's weird? Normally, just a wee coffee you can sip it on this. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me your story. Mm. <laughs> So you're you're a late night guy. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think that it goes hand in hand with doing stand up. I think. Yeah. Well, I'm like Margaret Thatcher. I like three hours sleep. I'm like Tom oh. Smith. <laughs> you know, I'll be awake. I'll be working twenty two hours in the day. Maybe sleep six hours and then start the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that. I think as I've got older, I've become more of a morning guy. Yeah. Mm. I actually remember the moment I became a morning guy. Mm. I went to the gym before work whenever is years ago like probably 10 12 years ago I, I was like i give this a go and afterwards like this is this is great because oh, yeah. after i finish work i'm like i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah you know i don't have because before you come home you don't need to you know back in the day when like i think now that i'm old i'm fatter i'm balder i'm grayer i'm like i'm married fuck it mm. you know it's i don't need to look sweet anymore whereas when i was younger i was a bit more vain i was like i need to look sweet you know you could go out on the pool the weekends you're living for the weekends so like i have to get the gym in Whoa. whereas now i'm like fuck whatever See, i i never had that kind of thing of uh, like i have to go to the gym t- to yeah. do all this stuff because i never wanted to do that stuff yeah See, if you know fair. what i mean i i would much rather like when i was younger i so i could probably count on like one hand how many times i've actually been to a nightclub on a nightclub? Yeah. Like, really? Uh, so I'm not a huge wow. fan. I, I would much rather sit in a pub. Like, I don't drink anymore, but when I was yeah. drinking, like, I would happily sit in a pub for oh. from, like, 6 to 1 a.m. Um, yeah. And just, like, have a chat and stuff like that, a couple of pints, yeah. rather than go to a place where... See, the dream for me is just all day drinking. Like, in a pub, sitting, the mates are there, you're having the crack, you probably have a spot of dinner watching football. Home and better, reasonable hour. That sounds yeah. You that know, would be my, if I was going to have a stag yeah. weekend. That would be it. Like maybe with a museum yeah. chucked in or something like that. Like well, that'd be the worst ever. Like true story. Speaking about museums, on a stag do, a mate of mine was going on a stag do and he was planning it and he was like, oh man, we should go to fuck. We should fucking go to Poland and all. And he's like, oh why? And he's like, fucking let's go and we can do this. And like drinks cheap oh, and no. all. And he's like, we need to do an activity during the day. And he genuinely goes to me. He goes, what about Auschwitz? I knew that and you know what I went. No, it's a fucking absolutely fucking not. You name me something more disrespectful than a group of lads turning up. Oh, I always sell a lawyer at fucking Auschwitz. No, just absolutely ima- not. Just imagine the stag party T-shirts that you get. Oh my god, you know it's fucking terrible. You know the rimmer just walking past the fucking mound of shoes, like so disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? You know, like, be, well, and he was like being serious because he obviously went Krakow. What's there to do in Krakow? Yeah, and he's like, uh, number one. And then he would be like, but the, do you know, do you have friends who are really smart, like book smart, but have zero common sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy. What we could do, we could go out. We could go on the beer bikes. <laughs> we could get a beer bike to Auschwitz. I'm like, no. Why don't we? No. Don't. That, what, oh. what are you doing? And he's just like. Fucking a big, big sixty nine. Oh, like fuck. Any chance this wrapping up? I need to get a pint. You know, it's up. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, um, I do. Uh, or, well, like when I was doing improv comedy, like before the pandemic and stuff like that, I was in a group of people, and I was the only one that didn't have a PhD. 
They're yeah. all like super intelligent like the qualification people. Or? Yeah, the qualification or right. the qualification. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was the only one that didn't have, like wasn't Dr. Robinson yeah. or, or Dr. whatever. And I mean, go, go legally, go to the change that by default. <laughs> that, what a stand-up name, Dr. Robinson. Like, I, mean, I would change it to like Dr. Yeah. Love or something like I'm that. Dr. Robinson. Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, Dr. Robinson. That would work. I, I, hmm. yeah. <laughs> should, should we like document this for a Patreon right. exclusive yes, or something like Dr. that? Dr. Robinson will will go on stage and then oh, Dr. Robinson. In fact, what's the Dr. Robinson? You will see Dr. Robinson now rather than you know mm. mix it up. It'll work. So your improv with smart guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like so, like we were doing the improv festival down in Dublin and stuff like that, and trying to like corral all these very like intelligent people to try and get a train on time to get yeah. there and then walk to the place it's like i know herding geese is that yeah. a sign uh, herding geese i don't know it's like her, i don't know I, I assume they're pretty hard to herd Do you her- yeah, it would be tough to herd geese i would say mm. herding flies there's a good one <laughs> but i don't again just made it up but um i haven't looked also haven't looked at my hair before it's put i know it's not much of it but it, i like it yeah, you're sweet. You're um sweet. but that's the thing is like in life you have it's you have to balance between being like a functioning part like you need you need book smarts and street smarts in the middle mm. you know but a lot of people just don't don't have that it's either one or other yeah it's like you study all the time and mummy and daddy will give you some dough yeah or else you like get a job and you work out what it's like to have like like because the amount of people that i've known who have been quite you know from well-to-do families and mm. like quite well off have, and people are probably like, excuse me, you're really, you're, you're fucking, you're gripping everyone together here. How dare you judge people? You know, fuck up. It's a podcast. Come, fuck up. Yeah, right? Fuck up. So <laughs> what I'm saying, like, these guys will then just go straight into, like, work, study, you know, do degrees, PhDs. They'll all be, they won't have to work. Mm. Then they'll, like, get into, like, a spe- specific job where they haven't really met regular, normal people. Like, I mm. remember one of my, f- like, first jobs was working in B&Q and it was just everyone mixed together it was class oh, yeah. Yeah. and then when I went to start working in the housing executive I met people like I'd never met like just people who would say things that if you were to like you know be be shit like a sheltered academic you'd be like that's offensive you say that and you're like but yeah it, it isn't it, it may be the words may be offensive mm. but this guy's a 65 year old joiner mm. you know what I mean things were different the way he was everyone can't be the way yeah, you, you expect to them to be. Yeah, but that's mental the way the world is now. Oh know? yeah, hundred percent. Like even like I, I've noticed a wee bit more of a difference between myself and my sister. My sister would be five years younger than me, mm-hmm. but she, we moved, so I would have brought been brought up in Hollywood. I'm not saying I'm gangster by any means, but listen, I'd have hung away the ghetto in Hollywood when I was. <laughs> There's a ghetto in Hollywood. It's a gato. It's called it's a gato, <laughs> and it's a gato actually. <laughs> they just refer to the gato down the gato. Um, but like I, I would have had sort of you know go, would have had more like my friends being quite mixed from all different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas my sister would have had very like when we moved from Hollywood to Crawfordsburn when Ooh. I was seventeen, so she was about twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. So she like was was a bit more snobby because mm. her like formative years, and even now she'd be a bit like you know, yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. I'd be like. Why are you such a snob? Yeah, that, you know? that's the exact and same with like me and my brother. But we're only like thirteen months apart. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's like spends every pick of money he has in like fancy clothes and shit like that. Yeah. And I dress like this. Yeah, but it's 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 a strange thing. I think like you need to have a a balance. You know, if like mm. that's the thing too. I I don't think schools teach you enough like life things. Mm. You know, like home economics, change it. You know, keep, oh, change it. Keep it or change what you teach in it. No, I, I keep home economics, yeah. but change the syllabus. Yeah, I want to learn how to do taxes. I don't yeah. care about making fajitas. Teach, like, but like teach teach things like that. Teach how to like stitch a wee hole in like a jumper or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like teach how to do things like that. Teach how to like book a holiday. Yeah. You know? Teach how to book accommodation flights. Yeah, how to get a solicitor, them. all yes. those kind of things. Like life insurance <laughs> teach how to like get that ball roll teach how to start like mortgage advice yeah you know what i mean like careers like what the fuck do you or need like that for? no are you the type of person i'm still like this and i think it's an immature side of me where i fucking hate ringing up and talking to people on the phone if i'm doing like have to arrange an appointment with a doctor oh. or like dentist like or what, something like that what age are you uh 29 29 right i'm 35 so i think there's a slight gap mm. there and i think maybe because again with my sister she'd be 30 now she will not be like my sister is a good job like she's mm-hmm. the best job in our in my family like you know 
in terms of like on paper jobs. Now I would say I have the best job because I get to entertain you guys, and it's a pleasure. But um, in terms of like though, she earns big though, and as a, as a you know what you say is a poor job, she would like have staff that would have to answer to her and whatever else. But she cannot book, can't phone, couldn't order a pizza. Mm. You know, oh no, I'm, I'm the professional app, at yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but like she wouldn't pick up the phone to anyone, doctors, yeah. anything. My mum would still do it for. Yeah, and I'm like, but but why? You know, it's yeah. like, and the same thing. Like if you know she has any issues with work or whatever, she would come in and be like, oh, I can't say it to them. And it's like she's a mouthpiece to us. I'm mm. like, just bring that energy <laughs> to there. You'll be grand, you know. But I think it's definitely a thing. And as time goes on, like I would be a big phone call, like a big ringer mm. of people. If I want something done and he's done now, ring somebody. Yeah, don't wait around for you a know, text. Whereas back, people like. will be like text and email, and it's like that side's really starting. And that's just the way of. Are you a voice note guy? I'm starting to become a voice note yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I found myself yeah. kind of transitioning into that way of life because I think like a lot of time. And I mean, I think it's the nature of, of what we, it's so scattered gone that you're like, right, can you do a podcast? And like today I said, yeah. you don't do a podcast half 12, at like 10 to 12. And you're like, yeah, sweet. So then <laughs> on that, like you were like, do you want a coffee? I'm like, I'm driving here. So I can't like, oh go. yeah, it's super so handy it's like, when just, you're driving. By the way here, you know, and that's what I would have found. And then if there's some stuff you want to say, you don't want people screenshotting as well. You go, listen. Exactly. But you know, I just, I think that's the way of it. But like people would almost be awkward. Like I was thinking about house phones recently. Mm. Like. I still don't have a house phone. Yeah, we don't have one in the house. You know, either. and it's like back in the day, that was the only way you can contact people. The go-to. Like I was in my po- folks the other week, and their house phone rang, and it was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I haven't heard that. It was like an Amazon guy looking, you know, for the right the right house. They're just on. The phone. Dear, you number seven, mate. No, mate, we're not. Ah, bollocks. <laughs> Bye. And it was like just, but it was still when it rang, it startled us. Mm. I just think that's because again, some people. I mean, I just want to point out here, obviously. Some people think whenever you're on podcasts, what you say is just your opinion. They neglect the fact this is an entertainment yeah. show. That's what it is. Some people are like, oh, listen, I don't know fucking old man complain about stuff. I'm 35. Things are different now than the way they were whenever I was coming to. So, yeah, I'm going to spot that out. You know, I'm going to talk about that. I, yeah. I, I spoke about influencers and people took umbrage about it. But, hey, shouldn't wear bum bags around your shoulders. That's what I'm saying. See now, I can't it's, wait. I mean, hot takes. you know, it's like fucking people. I just and I mean, like they're like, oh, listen to you and all. It's like, well, it's my opinion. Why should I have to exactly? You know, change it. And the point is, that I'm I'm okay with there not being a, a phone, but it is it is weird and like stuff. The way you, you know, just things are changing. Like I couldn't be without WhatsApp. Oh yeah, you know yeah. But I remember bank. before it. You know, I remember like if you wanted your mates to come around, you'd have to like ring them. I remember the very early stages of like wanting to ask a girl out. Mm. You'd have to ring their house and speak to their like mum or dad first. On the, you'd have to pray. You'd be like, you'd be like, I, I would ring you this evening, damsel. <laughs> be beside the phone awaiting. I don't want to speak to your parents. And then she'd be like, but what if I'm on the toilet? And it's like, but you're a girl. You don't go to the toilet. <laughs> you know? And then you'd be ringing and you'd be like. Is it you? You go, who the fuck says? Oh, no. <laughs> I need to speak to your daughter. What the fuck are your intentions of my daughter? And it's like, a blue job. No. <laughs> it's like, I'm just so sort of, glad. I'm going to take it to the cinema, you know? I am so glad I bypassed all that shit. Oh, fuck, it's terrible. <laughs> and I'd be like, you sound like a wee dickhead and all. And you're like, oh, well, I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, I'm one of the good guys. Um, but that was the fuck. Imagine doing that now. Oh, man. And even worse, imagine you're just early stages with a girl. And maybe like you had maybe two or three dates. It went well. Third date, not so good. You're trying to phone up to be like here, and then she's been like, "Oh, I thought." It, and then the dad has a wee bit of, he's got a wee bit of a prejudged opinion of oh, you. Oh yeah. The oh, fuck you, you, you fucking me. Like see me, mm. I very much will be this dad. Did you make you upset my daughter? Did you? Yeah. You fuck. And I have this ability. It's like, I can go from being like banter, Dave. Yeah. To like. And like I mean, Deadpan. like Deadpan, I mean, see, like I, like my job for years was knocking people's door to be like, you commit anti-social behaviour, and I had like a whole facade almost that I'd be <laughs> have to go in and be serious with people. And like again, I rely on my physical appearance a lot to people. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm like, this, this is not good enough. This, yeah. you knock us in the head. And it happened to me once. I thought I was going to have to go there again. The way I, I've said on the podcast before, there's a. There's a family that live out the back of our house, and listen, this is going to be these three young kids, and I'll go, he's at it again. But <laughs> they like have house parties, and mm-hmm. like it's fine. I've been to house parties. I know what it's like. I used to party back in the day. Yeah, there's tequila in that cold brew. Yeah, I was right going to say, it actually tastes like brandy. <laughs> yeah. 
What an episode that would be. Imagine I just got off my deck on tequila today <laughs> and then drove home. But hey, listen, comedian, comedian shouldn't drink and drive. Oh, you know, definitely it's, shouldn't. It's <laughs> but um, that uh, particular um, case was the, the maybe a few months, maybe about a year ago, probably last summer, they had a party, right? And yeah, it would have been last summer because my baby was only wee, mm-hmm. like wee, wee, wee. And she was not sleeping well. So uh, the, um, is this like where you were living or was this yeah, when you were I working? Yeah, where I live. This is where okay. I live. Okay. And like, so we were there. And this is this is how, this is a sign of times and how I'm old as well, parts of the story. So I'm there, right? And then it's, it's a loud party and you're, you know, you're coming up like eight, nine o'clock. You're like, yeah, kids will yeah. be, you know, not, not worrying about it. Yeah, it's coming up to 10. You're like, don't worry about it. Because again, and then, this is my ASB here, because I know when it passes 11, that's when you can phone noise controller <laughs> the police. And I was like, here, and, I, and I'm sitting, coming half ten. I'm like, you have half an hour. I was counting down, like, like ten, fifteen, nine. And you're like, blank. It's like, and if it didn't stop, and for whatever reason, my blood pressure boiled. <laughs> and then my wife Catherine was like, you may tell him knock it off. The baby's awake. And I was mm. like, oh no. And then I'm like, I'm not going to go around to their house because. And then nowadays, I'm like, they might have, they might have knives. Kids these days, yeah, they might have knives. They'd be packing you know, knives. Probably where we live, you know, they'd probably be fish knives, you know, tar- <laughs> yeah, tartar yeah. sauce knives. But. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not going around. And then the most, you know, the emasculating sentence your wife can say to you is, well, if you don't go around, I'll go around. Oh, and you're like, well, man, for fuck's sake, that, like. I'm going to have to go around then, aren't I? There's no yeah. fucking other way I can get out of this. So I was like, right, okay, I'll do it. Now, on the side note, this is where the, the technology comes into play. The street WhatsApp group started popping off. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So there are other people being like, have you reported this to the PSNI? And it's like, and again, this guy's like, I haven't rang it, but I've reported the email. And I'm just reading it going, I like, as again, I got put into the group as banter. Because mm. I said to, to my wife, I'll let you be in the group. I don't want him to do that. See any like school kids groups, any of that. You just tell me, you handle it, whatever. That's I'll not be thing. in it. Yeah, that's and your realm. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I don't want to be there because, again, this is going to sound a bit wanky in some extent, but whenever people know you're a comedian or whatever, they expect the banter. Oh, and whenever yeah. you're just yeah. like in serious moments, you're like, I don't want to always have the bag I got outed in my group chat there with when the blap came out someone's like we saw your blap Dave sent the link in and all tremendous and everyone's like oh you do comedy an old French teacher of mine all oh real you <laughs> no it's like oh yeah awkward but so this party's all going on there all knocking and I'm like you know what I'm going to have to knock the door mm. so I, I end up getting myself psyched up and I actually put a costume on you know <laughs> like a dress like I look intimidating so I went and I put like a black coat on zipped it right up put black gloves on a black hat <laughs> And I walked around, and as I was walking around, because their house is like backing on, so it was a different street, but mm. backing on doors, and right where the baby's window is. So I was like walking around, get myself psyched up. It was almost like, you know, like you, like you ever see Andy Circus, the actor, mm. when he gets into like Gollum and he gets all like <laughs> into the mood. As I was walking around, I was like, I could feel like my spine stretching. I'm like getting bigger and puffing my chest out and getting angry. And I was like, what am I going to say here? So I went in and I knocked on the door. And there was no answer, and I could hear the party really blur. Like, mm. and that was the thing: the music was really loud, and it was vibrating through the whole fucking street. It was wild, and then knocked the door again. And again, back in my day, I'm like, I would have party, but if someone came and told me, I would shit myself. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So like, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I, I mean, I like battered the door until my hand was sore, mm. and like a young girl. Now these kids are probably 17, 18, mm. maybe six. To me, she looked eight. Right, came to her. I was like. Who owns the house? Mm-hmm. And like the voice and all, was like Liam Neeson. <laughs> Who owns this house? And then she like said, and that was another thing it did that was even scarier. COVID was kicking off still at the time, so the mask on, oh. so the mask, and a mask, the gloves, the hat. You could only see my eyes. I was like fucking raging. And then the guy came to the door. He's like, "Hey," and I was like, and I went so deadpan, and I said something that was such a scary threat. I was like, "Mate, you're going to turn that music down, and you're going to turn it down now, because if I have to come back to this house, I'll not be knocking the door." Oh. and then oh, oh, oh. I walked away and I was like buzzing I was like this feels great <laughs> and I was like I thought I'm just going to start like I thought I'm just, I'm just going to join the paramilitaries and start putting people out you know, just for hobby I cannot know? wait to see this Belfast Live oh, article <laughs> and it was like so then that was a year ago and it had been fine and then last the weekend there I was like it started again and I was like this time I'm going to have to like start hitting I, I'm just going to have to start knocking out kids yeah. like see that, that like gif that's going about the guys slapping people at a party <laughs> I was like that's just I'm going to that's my next move if they don't but then you know what I thought because at this time Catherine was in bed mm. so she was asleep the kids were asleep the only thing was 
my oldest kid and four-year-old woke up and came out of her room and said, Daddy, and I was like, shh, get in the bed, don't wake anyone else. Go to sleep. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? Because I could feel like the, the blood in me going, boom, boom. And I was like, I can get fucking angry here. But there was no WhatsApp messages, so it wasn't kicking off in the street. Mm. And then this time around, because I, I got no thanks for it oh. in, the what, in the street WhatsApp group. So if I'd have got thanks, I'd have gone, listen, you're here. Let me just get the gear on and go around again. <laughs> exactly. Because I got no thanks. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah. So if anyone had said, I said, listen, I'm not going around because I went around last time. Yeah. But Exactly. That's your that's your out. But then I just went into the into my bed. Because, uh, I mean, we're at the front of the house. The kids are at the back. So they, they would be the one disturbed. And I went to sleep and I didn't hear it. And the next morning I was like, that's okay. Because I thought like, but what I will do, and this is so, so low-key bitch for me. When I see the guy's mummy who owns the house, I'm going to go. Like this is when you know you're a full grown adult. You mm. have to go. You need to have a word to your kids because <laughs> like they they must have had big fucking subway because the whole stream was like and it was like vibrant. Yeah, and then I had the dog went out for pee before bed. And he wouldn't pee. He was too scared because the noise was. And I was like, see if he. That's where I draw the fucking line. See if he if you piss in my kitchen, I swear <laughs> I will piss in your face. That's my problem with that. I think that is genuinely a problem that I have. Like my my need for vengeance. Like I will store. <laughs> the need for vengeance and I it'll it'll lie, like lie dormant in me for could potentially be years like I could hold a grudge mm. for years and when the opportunity for vengeance arrives Just I will take it I will strike it. you know and I was going to actually put a thing up on Twitter I thought it was really funny um, it was going to it was like you know Liam Neeson the picture of him on the phone right. and I was going to be there's kids having a party at the back of my house and I'm going to be like this and then put the picture up and then underneath I was going to write I'm not actually going to you know, threaten them or anything or go around that's me on the phone with the PSNI <laughs> and I was like guys listen there's a party here it's too excessive I don't want to go around but yeah I just, I, and that's the annoying thing because when I was a child or I'd say teenager I, I, was, I was annoying like I loved the party oh, yeah? loved to drink loved to be fucking and then nowadays a bit of me is like I can't really get that annoyed I've, I've always been that kind of like grumpy old man where yeah. I, I just don't like house parties I used to live I love them do you know do you know where the cloisters like apartment complex in the Holy Lands is yeah. so it's for apartment complex a p- complex complex yeah uh, it is very complex it would uh, give you a fucking complex <laughs> near that Jesus Christ so um, it was for like young professionals who are there working it's not yeah. like uh, like Students from it has like to that. be from out of town though. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all from like no Gannon and gonna be like, fuck, and hey, this is some queer complex here, no? <laughs> and they're like, fuck me. So were you in there living? So I was in there living with uh, a guy from Derry and a guy from Straban. Okay. Uh, and they all had jobs like nine to five uh-huh. kind of things. They were all like, like weren't partying that much or anything like that. But there was only one set of students that lived there. Yeah. Uh, and they lived in the apartment directly above us. Which was bad. Yeah. So we moved in and they moved in like a couple of weeks before us. So there's a couple of times where mm. like it, it was, we'd all like meet in the uh, living room and yeah. go like, someone needs to go up and say something. Yeah. Uh, and like, I was never the guy. I'm, I'm, I'm too no. retiring uh, yeah. to be that kind of guy. But the guy from Strabane was like, no, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. Like literally he was happy to do yeah. it. Um, so this one time, like fucking middle of the night, we had to get up for work the next morning. Oh, no. Fucking raging. Jack literally walks up yeah. in his boxers, <laughs> wraps the door, yeah. and he goes like, right, I swear to fuck, I will rip the electrical yeah. fucking wires out of the wall if you guys don't fuck yeah. up. Uh, and so they turned it down, which was weird because the the noise level went down, but the vibrations went yeah. up. So I don't know if they just like put the bass up yeah or put the bass up and then turn yeah. the volume down or whatever um but that was like the only real kind of yeah interaction i had with them apart from one day went out for a smoke in the morning uh-huh. i think i was hung over at this point because i was in a really really fucking bad mood yeah and this like freight like lorry yeah comes in and is backing up and the guy comes out to me with a docket and he goes like here i've got a pallet for you yeah and I was like, oh, who's it for? And it was like, oh, the apartment above us. Yeah. They ordered a pallet of WKDs. A pallet. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're looking, what, 48 boxes or something like that of, like, I don't know, blue WKD or whatever respect. it was. Respect. And <laughs> I was just like, uh, it's not for yeah. me, it's for them upstairs. Yeah. So he goes there, and I'm out in my dressing gown having a smoke, and they're coming out of their fucking cave like proper hungover mm-hmm. just going like oh man I'll give you a box if you help me move these up the yeah. stairs <laughs> and I never spoke to those people again yeah no well see the thing the boxer story that happened that was the first time I'd ever gone to people before I was living in a house 
off Lisburn Road and uh, there's a group of students in the house beside us now we in the last couple of years it was that we had three girls in there mm-hmm. and they were like angels you know they just were grand you know, and we sort of would speak to them a bit and it was all grand so it was me and a few other fellas mm-hmm. living in the house and at this time I, I remember I had a job interview the next day and they had this full blown party and like they were doing like stomping and the whole house was shaking and it was like I don't know what it is but like I can go my anger can just I can lose it right mm-hmm. and then it's like the adrenaline just makes me do something so I was lying in bed being like right let it go let it go let it go and then for whatever reason it just wouldn't stop and I just went right fuck this straight up in my boxers knocked again not knowing what I'm saying but mm. I said something along the lines of see if you do I will murder like <laughs> I will murder every single one of these I will shove the radio and whatever had happened they stopped the noise mm-hmm. and like I, I would have probably they would have been students that would have been a few years older I'd probably like 24 or something at the time and like not a peep out of them ever again and then one night we were out drinking and this is the only reason I remember it because it was the night I drank two bottles of Buckfast oh. and um, I was in the backyard just in great spirits you know we come in I was on my second bottle of Buckfast haven't so drank one before I went out went for a whole lot, lot of drinking came back to the house thought ah fucking crack another bottle was just like sitting out the back one of my mates was having a smoke we were just having a chat and I heard them out the back and I heard one go shit you fuckies there be quiet and I went well boys <laughs> over the fence and they were like what? And I was like, listen, I just want to say, you know, cheers for keeping, you know, I, I might have been a wee bit OTT that time, yeah. you know, and he was like, oh yeah, he's like, oh, you're, you're actually not, I was like, you know, I'm not that monster, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite sound, but I mean, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, if you do think this is me saying you can no I, I will I'll still murder you but I'll be civil in between I'll you know? be sound about it like. yeah. and he's like oh you drink Buckfast and I was like it's my second bottle and probably like, he's a psycho this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. now what I will say Hot to people is dude, that's what I am scared though of that stuff as well because what Buckfast yes now I am totally mm. like because I think I haven't drank a bottle of Buckfast probably in seven or eight years now like but mm. I, I used to fucking love this stuff and I've like never had it well, I've had like a taste it wouldn't be good for you no. oh definitely no, it not. wouldn't be good definitely for you not. but like having worked with antisocial behaviour cases see whenever and like you could probably say like people like maybe the people I was went the door off were probably like people partying drinking mm. normal enough people but there are some people who, like, that I've dealt with who have genuinely, like, mental health, serious mental health problems, drug and alcohol issues. You know, you don't know what you're going to. So it's, like, mm. a lot of time you're, like, saying to the neighbours, don't go around there, report it to us, you know, because yeah. you don't know what. And there was a case, one of um, one of our tenants was murdered from a, a neighbour, from antisocial, wow. like, and he stabbed to death. And it was, like, fuck. You know, and that's, like, and you can see, though, why, if that was continuing. Like, I lost the rag on isolated nights and mm. I got so angry but the match has every single fucking minute of every day do your head in oh yeah no 100 you know, like, and like and I think it's, like, it's absolute but they, whenever that person that was a real like fuck that is that's know, terrifying like, but there are people out there like genuinely how some people are living is, is scary you know they don't think obviously you could get get into the whole fucking mental health pandemic that we have here as well but like some of the people you're like you there's just not the help for them and then you just be like oh stick you into this house here and then you put them beside the road you know like you can see why situations could yeah just burst up like that could escalate like well no I mean I'm not going to go into the, this I would probably get fucking in trouble about it but I remember there was a guy who got a house somewhere who he was came from a different area into the area that we managed at the time mm-hmm. but this is back probably 10 years ago again now and he and like nowadays everything's online so mm-hmm. like you can go onto the system and you can see what the notes are of everybody whether someone's suited to you whatever mm-hmm. on this particular case this guy had been given an offer of the housing before like his hard file had got to our office so he had already been offered he had signed for it and all file comes from another district and it's like that big mm. this guy's like just out of like a mental health unit after like 10 years so he shouldn't be in a house by himself he needed assisted oh, yeah. living and he got put into like a real tough area and it was like you know you know straight away the the powers that be in areas are not gonna like this mm. and then like there was a bit of an issue there and then the powers that be were like he needs to go and then I my job at the time was like well you know he needs assistance yeah. I'll, I'll liaise with his care workers and stuff and you know he's got these you know he's, he's not he's not with with it mentally don't be going putting them out basically yeah and they're like right okay we'll we'll see what the the crack we'll leave it with you mm-hmm. and then it was fine for a bit then he got a girlfriend who was also 
you know, vulnerable, and it was like just a whole shit show. They started having a dig a match. Then he ended up in the street one day, and he said to some girl, I was like thirteen, you know, do you want to come to my house for a party? Her dad, well known guy, and he was like, I'm going to murder him, and I was like, fuck. And so then the whole thing was like, they came back being like, he's getting put out, and he's getting put out today unless she's get him out. Yeah. So I had to have to then go and try to like work with him and his social worker to be like, you need to go somewhere, and I had to say to the social worker, you need to support like support that he needs supported housing because yeah. I. Because it's like a Judea care thing. It's like, yeah, you can stay there and be like, it's only a threat. But you know, if it's acted on, look, God forbid, he could be, you know. And as much as you know, he was a total fucking disaster and a nightmare to deal with. You don't want to see anyone get physically yeah hurt. But then that was such a shit show. And then I ended up having a, like a complaint letter about me being like, you made him homeless and all. And I was like, well, you could have stayed, but yeah. you know, then it would have been my fault that he was fucking homeless with no legs you yeah. know it's like what <laughs> exactly. do you want to you have to balance it and then you know I think he is now before I left I sort of someone not speaking to a colleague I worked with and they were like yes he is in like a, a supported housing which and he's doing well and yeah. that's the sort of thing you need certain people just need a bit more assistance exactly. with things and it's a, but, but yet it's so easy to just you know put people in places and just leave them to it it's wild yeah yeah just the easiest kind of solution kind of thing yeah but it's, it's scary and that's the thing with anti-social behaviour you just you know report it like this is anyone listening don't go around you <laughs> yeah. know I went around to like 17 year olds no one ah oh, kick fuck it all I'm sorry <laughs> like you know it's like little like it's like a thousand chickens I stomp on their heads grand but don't you if you if you don't know what you're going to yeah. don't go around yeah, yeah you know what I mean like Marvin Gaye <laughs> Yeah, you what know? happened to him? His dad killed him. Dad shot him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's absolutely nothing to do with that. I think it was the first yeah. person I thought who knocked at the door and shot them. Just Marvin Gaye's dad. Hey, daddy, bang, fuck up. Oh, the day after Father's Day too. I know. Was it? Well, no. Today, today is. Yeah, today is. Fuck, I was going to say, like, did he? Did he do that? I, um, I research this. Here, remember we did that. Was an episode for Patreon about the like serial, serial killers? killers? Yes. What was the serial like? Because the the whole thing was uh, you gave. Uh, serial killer for a certain person yes what was the one you gave me was it Robert Picton because the whole pig thing yes yeah, it was Robert Picton I, I, I couldn't remember but couldn't you know what that's that. something that again any Patreon listeners it's there on Patreon if you want to go and have a look I did a thing called Serial Killing It it was a, a podcast over Zoom with uh, get comedians on and sort of link a comedian for uh, as whatever random reason mm. to a serial killer and that was why but I love doing serial killing podcasts and stuff Fuck, but dude. it just it just didn't click because in the end like it was fine to do it with you because you have an interest in it because you're a weirdo mm. like me oh yeah, yeah but like some people you're almost yeah, like way. you know you, I think I had like I had Sean Hegarty on and I think he was on and I was like do you ever hear about the serial killer Ted Bundy and he's like nah who's that and I'm like well <laughs> I mean, if you don't know, <laughs> yeah, does he not have Netflix? Yeah, like, and like, but you know, you. But that's the thing. It's like it's such a specific thing that if people don't have a knowledge of it, it's just you reading Wikipedia to them. True, you know. True. So like, I find like that was a problem that like people are like, it's just you reading Wikipedia to certain people who don't know mm. about serial killers, and that's and that, so if I could find a format, I I would bring it back for a limited series oh, and just get people in the dream and you know do that because it, it, it was fun. Yeah, I think there's also like a hierarchy because I think if you look at the like trends and like popular podcasts to yeah. do like in the realm of comedy, there's a fucking lot of true crime podcasts yeah. and stuff like that. And I think. But I mean, Stag did Auschwitz, that could be, you know, <laughs> that's one, one, yes, hi, welcome to this new, imagine how long that would last, all you would hear is the introduction, people would be like, get this guy cancelled, <laughs> guys, welcome to Stag did Auschwitz, here we are, this day, what we're going to do, surely that's the yeah. end of the episode today, <laughs> or not, or yeah, not, no, I mean, algorithm, no, <laughs> Mr. Gorithm will be like, Dave, no, not today, not today, no. so I think it's going to be future guy, that's what this oh, is yeah. called, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the Stag did Auschwitz, that, and that was a genuine, Let's do it, lads. It'll be the and then well, I think what again what his justification was. He goes, Well, I mean, we would need a drink after that. And I'd be like, Well, we'd also no. Yeah. No, there's no Is way. there no like mini golf or something you I know, could go I th- to th- But then what I think we did was went to Prague instead. We're just like, we'll go to Prague. Yeah, fuck it. So you concentration know? comes in Prague? Probably. They're all kicking around those parts. <laughs> imagine, you know? imagine you guys going to Prague and he just gets like a really obscure like concentration camp or World War Two kind of memorial. Like, there we are, lads. Hey! <laughs> it's, like, it's like he doesn't want to get married to get married. He just because wants a stag party to no, fucking and, uh, thing. <laughs> what a juxtaposition that is. But like even when, like when we went, to, uh, we went to another stag dude in Amsterdam, they weren't like 
let's go down Frank's house. The same guy's like, let's see it. Let's just get a vibe for it. Let's go down Frank's house, steaming and high as fuck. Let's, oh, yeah. No. That's the way it's supposed to be uh, interpreted. Yeah, I'm one of my mum's friends. Actually, we went for dinner with my dad's birthday a few months back. And he was like, I um, have never done drugs before. And listen, I was in Amsterdam. I was in Amsterdam and I thought... Why not? He's like, I'm there with my partner. Two of us are there. We're having a nice time. Let's get a brownie. And he was like, okay. So it was his last day. He genuinely had gone to see the Anne Frank house that day. And then he was like, yeah, we'll go have something. So he went and he had a had a brownie. and was like, it's giving him no feeling, nothing. Mm. And then he finished it. And then later on the, the night. The whole thing? Yes, the whole thing. Later on the night, he was like, it was weird because all of a sudden I was just like, out and I just started getting this real weird feeling and I was like what was the feeling he was like I started believing I was Anne Frank and I was like what and he was like yeah and like see when I could hear like Laurie's and all I thought oh shit they're coming for me and all and he's like I was whiting and like telling people that I was Anne Frank and he was like I was panicking and all so then he said he brought back to the hotel room and he said he ended up like getting wrapped in the bed sheets and his partner just went on out for like a few pints and left him there but he was like I was fucking freaking out and I was like I uh, my mind was going wild and I'm like they're going to get me and I couldn't move and I was like they're going to get me and he's like I was probably doing the head of all these people and then he said that was fine after that he went to sleep woke up the next day and then they were heading out <laughs> they were heading out like for lunch or whatever the next day and thought last day we'll have a wee drink you know just before we go on the plane he said I had a drink of beer and then he's like it started to hit me again <laughs> he's like I was becoming an again and he was like I was chatting to people in Barcelona and they're like he's like what what, what do you do and he's like this guy's like oh, I don't know my name's Dennis and I'm like an accountant he goes what's your name I'm Anne and he's like tell people he was Anne Frank and he's like oh, what do you do and he's like oh, I'm an author and all that. his partner's like no fuck that get, get away you've had too much <laughs> what do you do on professional hiding <laughs> but it was like the way he was telling me that story was one of the funniest things I'd ever imagined and he was oh, like I was so sincere he was like I just became a like it was like and then it was like it's just coming over me it's like that rage with the neighbours I was like it's just the same thing I just I become coming out and I, th- I said to him listen I'm going to stay last <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a bit for me that for is sure. a bit fuck but it was, it was just so funny but I've I've like Stag do's are great. Have you ever been to stag do? <laughs> Not like a proper one. Um, I went to one. So I have a friend. It was the same guy from Straban who went up to the uh, people in the boxers. Uh, but no, he was in the boxers. Oh uh, yeah, Not. he was in the boxers. I mean, Not what neighbors? Vice versa. Yeah, like, that sounds like something <laughs> like Stranger Things. They spoke to the people in the boxers. Yeah. <laughs> um, he so he lives over in England. Yeah. So he had one over in England and then one over in uh, Derry. Yeah. Uh, with all his family from there and. <laughs> I kind of lined it up with gigs that I was doing in right, Derry. Okay. <laughs> so um, I went oh, and sneaky. I think I ended up doing two gigs that night because one of them was in Castle Derg uh, and then the other was in the Brickwork in Derry. Yeah. Uh, and they were uh, on a stag do and like a couple of other bars yeah. in, in Derry. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. But it was, it was very much like a normal day for me because all I was worrying about was the gigs. Yeah. And then I just... Uh, ended up hanging out with them at the end. Yeah, no, I so was very chill. No, very chill. Stag days, I've been horrendous. Yeah, wild. Yeah, Amsterdam, Prague, Lisbon, <laughs> Lisbon, Lisbon. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't go to Lisbon for love or money. Oh. Pay me to go to Lisbon. I, um, uh, what is it with the traffic? Like, I don't get it. What is it with Lisbon? Generally speaking, mm. um, speaking of which, um, let me see. Right, okay. Um, listeners' questions because I know you have to. Yeah, you, shoot on. Places to go, people to see. Um, he's actually going. He's going to crack off. and to go to Auschwitz. <laughs> Oren has asked if Tom Smith asked you to become. A, or this is the Delta tickets directed to me. If Tom Smith asked you to drop comedy tomorrow and become his assistant, his business partner, would you do it? Um, no, I wouldn't because I enjoy comedy too much. But listen, could he persuade me? Probably. Mm, he seems like a quite charismatic guy. Listen, the guy's charismatic, he's focused, he's determined, and, you know, he speaks with such genuine positivity. I reckon he could convince me. You yeah. know, I reckon he could convince me. <laughs> if he was on that stag party, they yeah. would all be going to outfit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could do so much with this. Oh, my God. But I think he would sue me. Imagine how to motivate, how to heat would be like, listen, winners, winners, like you, oh my goodness, I'm not going to say anymore, but uh, he, he, he's the only man that could convince me bringing a stag dude to Auschwitz would be a good idea. 
and go. then hopefully help me deal with the inevitable yeah. backlash <laughs> that would follow you know when you're posting stories and all oh, <laughs> fucking hell Naomi Mitchell has said she just makes statements mm. and then sends me stories okay so there's definitely something that would have been a giveaway and the story is oh no I was conned by my husband for 10 months he turned out to be a woman now I have a problem with this automatically. Okay. Because I hate anyone that's not heterosexual. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that, like, you don't just get married. Mm. You know, there's... A, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, there's... A so, like, the 10 months of being married is not the con. Like, what's happening before that? Like, the, the curtain stage? Yeah. As, yeah. A, as a fucking somebody born in 1948 would say. The curtain. Yeah. Um, a woman's take... Um, I mean, here's the thing. This is the thing I have a major umbrage with. Social, a woman is taken to social media. Yeah. Why? Why does she just not take the social media? Yeah. Why does she not just tell her mates? You'll never believe us. Yeah, exactly. Fucking <laughs> Garnet, weird first thing across my head. <laughs> Garnet doesn't have. <laughs> Garnet doesn't have a piece on him. Garnet, here, you'll never believe us. I went to give Garnet a surprise beecher on his birthday, <laughs> and he's got a minge. Ah, fuck's sake, Garnet, what are you at? A new bride has said she was conned by her husband as 10 months into their marriage she discovered he was actually a woman. The victim, who was referred to um, as N.A. in legal, um, we'll just say Nadine Armstrong, um, <laughs> entered into a relationship with a man she met through online dating who's identified as, I'll say G.A., Garnet Armstrong. Um, <laughs> Garnet claimed to be a man who was trained surgeon and in the coal business. That, that is an ambitious crossover. <laughs> Like, yes, I can get you doing certain jobs. Sorry, I'm a minor, but hey, I thought the skills were transferable, <laughs> you know. Um, it's like when you're trying to narrow down what you want to do when you're in primary school. Yeah. It's like either surgeon or minor. Yeah, the guy asked my four-year-old, like, what do you want to be when you're older? And she'll go, and she'll go, a uh, police officer. I want to be a dancer. I want to be, I want to be in the Paw Patrol. And then in order, <laughs> a, new, a new job she really loves. She goes, I want to turn on the lighthouse. She wants to go and turn on the lighthouses. That's a job. She's like, I want to turn on the lighthouse. Whoa. I wanna and it's like alright and then I wanna be a coal miner I wanna be a surgeon <laughs> um, so the the man who was cream surgeon and in the coal business and the pair got married in secret um, and moved away from her family over the course of the relationship she claims that her family were conned out of 16 grand and now the husband appeared at a district court in Indonesia it doesn't really say what yeah. you know, it's, N- Naomi come on you need the stories need to get straight in up that game it's a secret wedding, but I want to know how he, how he conned her here. With what did he? Use? I mean, I just want to know what he used. Yeah, it sounds like a catfishing thing. Yeah, I mean, a twatfish. I would say because <laughs> he's got a head and vanny there for sure. <laughs> There's the episode <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think that's because I remember reading something about this before, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, married. It was just a girl had claimed to be a man, and then was just using like a strapon. For sex, you know, like a real life. I, I, I mean, this is going to sound weird. I watched a video on YouTube the other week that's like, it was a guy <laughs> testing. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'll just show you. It was a guy testing whether it, it was a dildo or a real penis going into his ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> real penis or dildo test. I mean... I, 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 this is a lot of fun but yes it's on YouTube guys just just google our YouTube real dick versus dildo challenge why is everything a challenge so hold on so there's a guy if you want to describe bit, that okay so so we're gonna that is so this is so this is a I'll get, I'll get Ben to pop this up He's guessing where they are. Hold on. Can I ask you this much? Can I just say, will William Thompson not appear on any podcast? No, I don't have a chance. William (laughs) Thompson will appear on anything. Hold on. Very real. I have to say, I enjoyed that one. This is the other day. Yeah. Oh, you bore Well, now I don't know what to trust because (laughs) my intuition says that this is you. However, my track record is not great. I feel like you're also just fucking with me, so... But one of these is for sure your dick. Possibly. Oh, my God. Okay, I will say... I feel like this is your dick. 
This is your deck. It is. Way! <laughs> so there we go. What a tremendous show. But that's yeah, so that was what this one was doing. So you can get really realistic dildos. You know, not all dildos are just how Yeah, not all dildos are created equal, like. No, but it's, it's a it's a great business to get into. So if you want to do a crossover, I suppose you can be a surgeon and, and in the coal business, you could be you know, a comedian and a dildo maker. <laughs> yeah. like Dildo ambassador. I was say, what's the name of someone that makes a dildo? I was going to say it's like a nobbler, like a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, right, oh, next goodness. question. Anyway, John Joe said, "Watch Snoop Dogg's new comedy special on Netflix." Yet? Yeah, I saw. I saw it advertised, but I didn't watch it. Like, what are your thoughts in general on music and comedy combos? Would they work in NI? It seems to be quite a popular thing. Like yeah. Def Jam, they used to have yeah. DJs, didn't they? Yeah. And shit like that. Um, Julian's cousin Russell Simmons <laughs> set it up back in the day. Oh, I, I was your gear in that. Like, oh, right, I'm too giddy for this time in one day. Oh. So anyway, yeah. Do you think there's a crossover? With- uh, yeah, I mean, like, fuck it. I don't know. I I, mean, I think it's because of like. I don't know Northern Irish music. They're like think of John Zoo, yeah, John yeah. Zoo <laughs> yeah. and Brian Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a vicious crossover, yeah. but I mean it's one I like to see. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, John's got a sweet voice. <laughs> but no, um, I, I see. I this is where I and I think this is something you you as one of the the new breed of comedians would would say. Like to me, sometimes I think it's like. You can just be funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but, like, some people, I think, now try to be super cool with comedy and all. And I think as soon as you realise being a comedian's not cool, the better. I think th- this is probably one of the strong points of my act. I, in no way, shape, or form, come across as cool. Yeah. I mean, I come on and fucking wearing trainers and I'll be like, see my children and bastards. <laughs> but it's like, I, I think some people, like, like the... But I think that comedy is just not cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I get, like, some music, like, it's important for, like, walk-ons and things and, like... Mm. You have to think about that for the set of vibe, I guess. But I don't know. I think like there's definitely a room for it. Again, when I saw Snoop Dogg, Dog, Snoop Dogg, when Snoop Dogg had a comedy <laughs> special, I went, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I mean, that would definitely liven up Stormont for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, I, I, I would embrace him coming out of Snoop, the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Um, but I'm just gonna we've done those questions so we'll go on to Twitter now so what do you, what do you think about it? Do you, do you you're quite into your music aren't you? Um, yeah but I wouldn't say it's music that people like I like oh listen to cool this guy is, man <laughs> so it's not mainstream me, stuff you yeah. know like the Smiths and the Cure you know whatever uh, yeah I just listen to Korean trance music and that's about it I just listen to uh, Korean boy bands <laughs> K-pop never, yeah I never really got into K-pop oh no I like K-pop me. too it's like Erasure my all time favourite to be fair but I just like it because being a Crusaders fan <laughs> yeah, that's the anthem that's like. fair that is fair oh Sean O'Neill left Crusaders this week I, well, Ballamina legend. yeah friend but he's been away the past <laughs> yeah, the year. year at Ballamina and, yeah. uh, and he's gone yeah. for good you know I'm actually wanting to get some and I, like, I want to get an ex-Crusaders player on the Ooh. podcast so do get Jordan Owens on I think that would be a good podcast even though he's yeah. still playing like. yeah well maybe see he's, but, a, he's, a, he's a top legend yeah uh, why did I sound like somebody that is a fan of <laughs> Korean music <laughs> he's top legend <laughs> <laughs> um, right let's let's get on to the Twitter questions like. oh that was a lot of fun um, Brock has said oh Brock Brock that's a good question Brock if Netflix approached you to make a documentary what would you choose as the topic? Uh, is this dildo real or not? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be the prim- primary tester. That would be so in left field. You'd be like, yes, this is what... Yeah, but through trick photography, I would be the guy Dick testing. photography. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I think that's something that would be, like... Yeah, how could you do it? Well, could you, could, like, the could, if, what you could do is, I don't know if you're, pe- I don't know, I've never seen your penis before, so mm-hmm. could you bend it into your own ass? Or... So could you strap a delta? Could you strap three dildos <laughs> onto your real dick and then they could all bend backwards and someone just put them in like fucking Dennis Taylor or something? Just, is that is that is that and see? There's only one way. Yeah, yeah, I guess. If anyone wants to commission us to make a cockumentary, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Who, uh, in fact, is, is there a Rory Woods potion in this? Because I actually mean the pun man. Today. I'm not. I, you've drugged me with something. I like it. And Pete Giffen um, has said that's a great question, and it is. I mean, 
realistically, other than <laughs> is a cock real or fake, <laughs> what do you? Th- what would you choose to be your topic of your documentary? Um, I think your life could be because you've had a queer it, old life. Yeah, like, it's, it's, you've had a it's very interesting story. <laughs> but like, I, I would like to know more. I, that's what I've said to you before. Mm. I said I want, I want to know more about the real you on stage, and yeah. you tell us some more because. Please tell people what you did when you were in Australia. Was yeah, it, it was as a job? First, first time Please in Australia. tell so me this as a job. I worked in... So technically, the place that I worked for was like a security place, kind of like G4S. Yeah. Um, but... but <laughs> I mean, you, it wasn't Conswater. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no, it wasn't in Conswater in the Surface Paradise. It was... Um, so there's a law in Australia that all male pathologists... Uh, I think they've changed it now to yeah. all pathologists, no matter what gender. For now, pathologists, it's not somebody who like builds roads. No. Want to explain what a pathologist is? It is someone who conducts autopsies, Correct. so uh, and they find out the cause of death and yeah. stuff like that. If there's any kind of mystery surrounding yeah. the whole and thing, the reason for your job is to make sure the pathologists don't go, "Is this a real tick or is it a dildo?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I supervise that to yeah. make sure that doesn't go on. But are you like, are you like, like an adjudicator or being a driving test? <laughs> like, do you have a clipboard to be like, "Yeah, he didn't touch the genitals," because there's all these like urban myths, myths, isn't there, about like like people getting like lice in their pubes and it's like these lice only live on corpses yeah you know, that, like yeah. people shagging corpses and all yeah. I mean that's a gross phrase and I'm sorry that I used there shagging <laughs> corpses so disrespectful but is that was was that a problem for so, a while or what, what, why did that rule have to come about because there would have been there, a reason for I, it yeah so for a rule to be made there had to be people breaking mm, it that's yeah. what I kind of think yes uh, so I don't know I guess mm. For me, it wasn't really that bad. Like, you're not seeing, like, everything get, like, torn yeah. open or anything like that. You're just there, uh, <laughs> like, supervising. Yeah. So, essentially, I was listening to podcasts while mm-hmm. it was happening and stuff like that. And the guy, um, like, when you get told that there's a, there's an issue here and you're go- this is your job, essentially, yeah. just to supervise this, you think that all, like, the pathologists that you're going to meet are all, like... Creeps. Creeps, yeah. perverts and stuff like that. But there's this one guy, and I'll not say his name... Um, cause I forget it, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, I was like, it was going in and it was the first day I was working with Sorry, him. Sorry, was going it, in where? <laughs> he, he was going in to perform the, oh, okay. perform the autopsy and, uh, <laughs> 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 turns out cause of death, real dildo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I, I go in and this is the first time I'm uh, working with him I may, may be in the job maybe like 7 to 10 days something yeah. like that and I'm expecting meeting this new guy he's going to be a fucking weird guy Yeah, <laughs> he just turns around to me uh, he's in the break room I walk in and he's just eating out of a Tupperware thing <laughs> and he goes like hey mate <laughs> Do you want some chicken vaginas? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, for the life of me, thought he said chicken vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just fajitas in yeah, a Australian Yeah, you want some fucking vaginas? Because if you want some, I'll cut you off a bit. I'll fucking cut you a sliver of any if you want it, mate. Just don't put that in your fucking forms, mate. Now you fucking get me struck off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's from East, like, East fucking Australia. But could you, ha- could you have banter? With, or were there ever like any banter pathologists? Not, not like, really. Like, would there ever be like, <laughs> I cut an arm off, be like, do you like that, mate? And be like, yeah, because like, yeah. good day's work. Yeah. Just shake your hand, it's not their hand. Hey! <laughs> uh, no, it's just, it's just a normal job. It, it, it's just like extreme circumstances, but it gets very normal very but quickly. Was there any of them where you were just like, that's affected me and I don't feel too good here? No. Wow, we'll get on the next question because you're a sociopath. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. Owen said, wrong show. But who's to blame for my flight to Edinburgh being (laughs) cancelled this morning? Okay, so I got uh, all, I had like three flights to London. Uh, My flight there, my flight back, and then another one next week, all cancelled by EasyJet. Apparently the reason behind that is layoffs of staff during COVID. They they didn't give uh, any reason for him being cancelled or anything like that. Not good enough. Bad boys. Yeah, not good enough. So we're going to blame... Fuck it, may as well. Boris Johnson, he's yeah, to blame. Fuck yeah. him. Chris has said, and this will be the last question, mm-hmm. and I'll let you go to collect the children. Mm-hmm. That's not a euphemism? No, it literally is. Oh, no. Other than gas and raw moat, which I find <laughs> funny, <laughs> what's been your best joke, topic, piece that you've been proud of and thought was going to be great but turned out to bomb? Yeah, he's talking about a bit. I, I did a bit about raw moat. And no Gaza, it was, yeah. and the war in Ukraine. Did mm. I ever tell oh, you yes, this? I, no, I was there. Lavries, I had yeah. so I much there. shit. <laughs> I thought it was so. But then it turns out, like the crowd in Lafferty's are all like young guys mm. and girls. 
couldn't didn't know what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like realm milk. So I was like, yeah, I come up with all these great wee like weapons and all that Gaza could have used. Like I've got a bear trap made, you know, like all these wee <laughs> niche things Gaza could have brought to the fucking Ukraine Russian border. And I was up there, and I, had, you know, when you really bomb, you're like, I need to get out of this, and you should have just been confident in it and yeah. seen it through. But then I, my accent started going out. Yeah, you made it for Gaza, night mate. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I? Do- Why is this my life? Yeah. You know? um, there's uh, a Lavery's uh, a couple, yeah, it's probably a couple of months ago now, uh, and I was getting on great, fucking mm-hmm. loving it, just doing some stuff that I've been doing for a while, and I was like, at the end, I was like, Stag do it, Auschwitz, what <laughs> now? <laughs> um, this is the perfect time to try new stuff right at the end. Yeah. Fucking die to death, like, because it was... Do you know was, what are you going to do? Are you doing it oh, still? Oh, I'm, I'm doing it still, because, right, okay. uh, like, a few Because you're guys, a glutton for a punishment. <laughs> I, I really am. Uh, but, it, like, it was about my mum getting gangrene. Oh. in 2022 fuck me I'm glad you said green <laughs> I'm so glad you said green I'm so glad you said green because for a second I thought that was gonna be something else wow wow <laughs> oh, yes um, <laughs> yeah, it absolutely died to death <laughs> good I'm glad because you nearly made me really uncomfortable <laughs> guys Thank you for watching and listening. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any anything to plug? Where can people follow you? Uh, Where can they get uh, you? Jordan Roms and Comedy uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'm going out in a mini tour soon. Um, nice. But, uh, yeah, just look on uh, Instagram for Europe. <laughs> Hitting all the concentration camps. Um, yeah, just keep an eye on social media for that. Yeah, Thanks for having me, dude. Yes. My dude. I'm the slack guy.